Neon Black. I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jason. I'm Seb Weber. Even though he's not on this episode. Nope. But he's on the next one. Uh, we go into, uh, we sit down with with the the always handsome Michael Catherwood to talk about the um, the NFL rules about kneeling that, that came up this week that seemed very unconstitutional, but that apparently aren't according to the Constitution. I still haven't figured that one out. Uh, we talk about uh, Rage Against Machine, the anomaly that was Rage Against Machine, and we just haven't heard from him. To be anymore. fair, we don't touch on this in the episode, but the NFL up until recently had, there was a provision in the tax code where the NFL didn't have to pay taxes. Did you know this? No. So oh, a, yes. Yes. So they didn't have to, they don't have to pay taxes on the profits. Yes. There was some rule established in like the early 1900s when they established the NFL that they didn't have to pay taxes. And the actual NFL doesn't, the teams do, the but teams the NFL do, itself it, doesn't. Right. Which is a fucking racket. Yeah. So. But, no, no, that's a good that's a good point. We didn't we didn't bring it up, but it Here's the thing about new cherry vanilla coke. Though cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been vanilla cherry coke, or it could have been coke cherry vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of coke, it might have been coke vanilla cherry coke or cherry vanilla coke coke. <clears throat> Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke, zero sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. It is kind of interesting. It's a weird one. Um, and then, I don't know, we get into like weird shit with like probably more chicks that wanted to, like more thirsty chicks that wanted to bang Mike out and Mike, Mike. Mike disagreeing on... He's a great looking man. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's man. he's he's uncomfortably handsome sometimes. Oh, yeah, I would fuck the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. If I were a girl. I still can't believe that guy like used to smoke meth. Like all the time. I know. Wow. And he had, you know, anyways. We, we get really creepy. I, had, I just love to wear his skin. Um. <laughs> I, I got to disagree with him because soccer is definitely not a communist sport. <laughs> okay. So in Mike's defense, that wasn't Mike talking. That was, we had Alex Jones on as well. Yeah, yeah. Alex Jones shows up for a little while. InfoWars. Of, of InfoWars Info fame. Stay tuned after the outro for, for, for something a little special. Um, so yeah. Enjoy. Neon Black. Culture cards. All right. Let's jump into it. What you don't understand about the library is it's run by the Illuminati. <laughs> JSO. Okay. What considering about Mike's the, dick today? <laughs> we need to start just loading that in the considering the Facebook and Cambridge Analytica scandal. How should we view privacy in the di- digital age? How do you view it? Ooh, that's a tough one. <clears throat> Oh, I think Facebook is in some serious trouble. The numbers are all starting to They reflect. should be. I don't think they will be, but they should be. What's You're the, right. What's their evaluation right now? Like $85 billion or something like that? I don't know. Jesse can look it up. But they How's do. Your girl? They are. Uh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We call him Producer Jesse, and I was going to start calling him PJ, a.k.a. Private Jet Producer Jesse. Well, you ride private jets? He's PJ, dude. He's fucking hitting that. It's his PJ down there. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my up. God. I was way off, by the way. $500 billion. Is the valuation? Oh, Zucker- my. Zuckerberg by himself is, is worth $70 billion. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, at that point, I'm sorry. The government maybe not, might need to step in. Nah. That's crazy. Why? That's fucking What do you dangerous. mean by step in? What do you, because someone might ball in too hard? No, there's some antitrust. There's some antitrust laws being broken He's, there. They're breaking a lot of laws <laughs> right now. Wait, are you... Sorry. Oh, I, I have a hard time believing that the government isn't all over Facebook like a wet blanket. Some, well, they weren't. Some portions of it are, yeah. No, I, I think that it's unfortunate to say because we're talking about such a new medium with Facebook and, and any, any really any major tech kind of social media uh, entity. Conglomerate, I, really. I would think that the government probably is just behind the game. Like the 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 NSA, the SEC, and these, this is a whole new world for them. And a lot of them are probably 65-year-old, 70-year-old guys and gals, and they're just like, I, I, maybe they're breaking laws? I just don't understand it. You know, I think that that was a lot of the reason why we ended up with Facebook getting so far down the antitrust kind of rabbit hole. Yeah, I remember when Social Network came out um, and the, the conversations that got brought up from there was like, how is this 
Eight, well, for starters, it does make you look at that movie differently now, which, which is interesting. But you kind of knew that they were selling some form of information on the people because they, there were no ads. Yeah. Like, there's no way that a company could have been worth that much money. We sell ads, Senator. We sell- <laughs> do you want me to I talk about, like, do you want me to tell you about, like, teaching him, should the government teach him how to drink water out of a cup like a normal human being? Or It's just so interesting because they have, it's, it's like, People, you, people are talking about boycotting Facebook, but then don't talk about. But then they're like, "But I'm, I'm good on Instagram, or I'm good, I'm okay with WhatsApp." It's the same goddamn company. Yeah, same company. It's. it's <laughs> I, I made that mistake. I, I shit on. I went on Instagram to shit on Facebook, <laughs> and I made. I realized it weeks later. I was like, "Wait a second. Well, what am I doing? Why even?" What was the image? To hide remember the we shit remember we we had we had just written an article just covering what what had happened with the Cambridge yeah. Analytical stuff. Oh and yeah, yeah. Facebook wouldn't let us run the ad. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was. Well, it was Zuckerberg. you guys that got me in trouble with Facebook. No, to begin with. <laughs> well, that's true. But it was Zuckerberg. It wasn't even anything. No, what was it? It was Zuckerberg. we were using uh, Facebook's likeness incorrectly because the image that we used was Zuckerberg on uh, looking like a street that's drug right. dealer. With selling watches. trench coat open, selling watches. Selling watches. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Not, not, not and it's, drugs, instead selling. of watches, it was it, it was, was Facebook. It was profiles. Profiles. Yeah. yeah. And we uh, we tried to run an ad behind it to push the article, and we uh, it got flagged immediately. Yeah. Wouldn't but let us run it. There's a lot yeah. of very intelligent people uh, that have have really pointed out though that that in general that until not just in faith, and I'm not talking even about the. I'm not even talking about the the selling of 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 information, but just the reliance from an economical standpoint on some of these companies like Amazon, Facebook, Apple, uh, that that we're getting to a point where it's 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 a little bit dangerous for well, the economy. Well, to bring this whole thing full circle yeah. to answer your question, I now I personally don't have a problem with it. If you sign up for Facebook, maybe the language could be a little bit more clear. If you sign up for one of these social media sites and they're you know, selling with the things that you're into and the things that you're liking. Like, uh, to me, you kind of signed up for that by signing with them. Maybe you didn't in totality by it getting sold to use, I don't use think, you as right, propaganda. Not credit card information or anything yeah, like, that. like that. But at the same time, I think Jaso brings up a good point, getting back to that personal responsibility. If you're going to log on to Facebook, create a profile, give it your information, you're a fool to think that you are doing that in complete privacy, like if you truly want to guard your privacy and that that's that important to you, you made the fu- you fucked up by getting on Facebook to begin. With. And that's and that's the way I look at it. Exactly. And if you don't want if you don't want them to have your data, don't be on Facebook. But the problem is now at this point they have your data for good, right? So you can't even if you pull off they still have it. But I think they always had disclaimers when you sign up for a profile, right? But once again, you're talking about uh, at you know. 10-year-old kids that are now 18 years old? Yeah. I, I, again, it's like, I mean, look at it this way. I'll tell you right now, every time you buy a song on iTunes for 99 cents, you scroll through like, or an app, you download an app, you scroll through pages and pages and pages of legal jargon that tells you what you're doing. And no one reads that. Everyone scrolls to the bottom until it lets you click the little checkbox that says agree and you buy it. it the, the information's there. Yeah, but not the information wasn't there in the sense of like that we're going to sell all your information. No, absolutely that, not. That, that, absolutely that's not. the problem. But there is a there is, you're taking a leap of faith by logging on to begin with. I think you're both right. You're taking a leap of faith by even creating a Facebook account. But at the same time, I think you we all assume our social security number and our credit card information is something that is should it be shouldn't kept. be sold. Yes, yeah, correct. It should be kept. Now, listen, it's freaky. Now, listen, I do. I do. You really care? Does any? Uh, do do you mind? Pers- I'm asking you guys. Literally, do you care if your preference in music, if your uh, the town where you live, um, your political leanings, if that kind of stuff is sold off to Bank of America and and uh, Coca Cola? I personally, I care less. I mean, I wouldn't put it out there. I don't, if I really I, gave a shit. I don't really have. I don't exactly. think I have I a lot care. of information on that. That's that's, that's worth. I, I, it's worth a shit. Right. Personally, I don't care. I think the, the, the most interesting thing about all of this is going to be when you brought up the 10-year-old point, my kids, our kids, it's going to be pretty crazy for them to... Because I, I remember my brother works for a tech company. Don't think that your MySpace profile still isn't floating around. Oh, I know. Way, you which can't. Is, there's some weird no, shit totally. on there. Yeah. No, I'm sure there's it some was, weird shit. It, it still is because, I mean, I still get like uh, people ripping on me on 
on, and I, I deleted my face, MySpace account, I don't know, a decade ago. Yeah. And I still get people will pull an image off of it and be like, what the fuck? Explain this. I'll be like, I'm a dick. I don't know. Like, <laughs> explanation there. I was 12. Yeah. I no, I mean, even like it just stuff like I, I had one of my Facebook profile, MySpace profile pics was uh, a picture of Eric Estrada uh, pointing at you. And it says underneath, it says you're a fag. And I was like, it's fun. Like, I honestly, I meant nothing of a, of a sexual proclivity. It was you, nothing of that was even implied. I just, it was fucking hysterical. When I saw that, I laughed out loud and I made it my profile. Um, but, you know, I, I think that in a way that, yes, I worry about our kids' generation. I mean, alternatively, that- our kids are going to grow up in a world where that's normalized. Whereas you and I, we we are all of the age where we are a very, very weird experiment in that half of our lives has been outside of the digital age and then the other half has been But in I it. think more concerning to me is, and I'll ask you guys this point blank, do you think it's, do you think that children or, or you know, a 28-year-old man applying for a job should be judged on what he said on a social media Depends. site at 10 years old? Depends. Depends if But it's, depends, but that's a very vague thing to say. Yeah, well, listen, yeah. I think, yes. I think, I, I, you, I I think they should because everything should be open. If it, and that means if you're going to say something slightly, if you're going to say something slightly abrasive and then you get screwed over for that, we have to have those to make up for the people that you legitimately see at age 12 years old. You're like, I shouldn't be hiring this guy, even though he's 32 now. At 12 years old, he was saying, let's kill all the blacks. I mean, I, you can't be hiring that person. But what if, what, think about it this way. What if someone, you just, you just, you said it straight out. What if someone like searched through your thing and said, you know what, we can't hire Mike. He had uh, this meme from 2004 that said, you're a fag. So we're not hiring him to be on this, this movie. Um, well, look, it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. So I, I just it's happened it. from that exact meme. Not that exact meme, but more from uh, my. I got Your personality. Uh, I got in a lot of trouble on E because and and it was something that I still stand behind. I'll say it again a hundred times over because, uh, frankly, he deserved it. Um, and I wasn't. No, it's weird. Adam Lambert. You know who that is. Yeah. Okay. He was an American Pop Idol. star. Yeah. The uh, deal. Homosexual. He's super. Very, but very, very when, I, when you say homosexual, he's he's very like a flag game. carrier. I mean, he's yes. like, hi. Um, and a very, very flamboyant kind of deal, but, but a, a massive talent. I mean, he sings like uh, really. Who did he take over? What, what band did he take over for? Queen. Queen. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. I mean, he's a truly gifted guy, but he, uh, he got in trouble for assault because he assaulted a photographer who was taking pictures of him. And physically, like he like hit the guy, and I was on uh, paparazzi. E- yeah, and I was on the E News at the time, and I was doing the story, and I was and it said Adam Lambert faces up to uh, two years in jail if things go. Uh, you made really a prison bad joke, didn't you? And I go from what I know about Adam Lambert, prison might not be all that bad for him. Yeah, and, and were uh, you inferring because because he's super gay? Okay, I I. I I think that's funny, but I see why you got in trouble. Yeah, no, well, listen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a bunch of uh, either gay-sensitive or gay people themselves got really mad at me. And uh, I, you know, years later went to go do uh, like Entertainment Tonight or something, and then a bunch of people were tweeting to the hosts and then the executive producer, like, how dare you hire this homophobe uh, and I, you know, yeah, I, see, that's, that, that's, and I go, goes I, listen, I, there's a big difference between you didn't like something I said and I'm a homophobe. Yeah. I mean, there's a I, huge, huge, I think in general though, listen, and it, it comes back to the, the thing we we're talking about with snowflakes or, you know, uh, the sensitivity thing. No one has gone through their entire life without offending someone else. Period. That's uh, for sure. No one is not. I, I don't care who you are. Everyone, every social justice warrior, everyone is has done something regrettable throughout their life, and I, it goes back to your personal responsibility thing. I'm, I'm kind of getting the point with some of this stuff where it's like, can we just worry about ourselves? Well, that's the thing. Is that, well, there's two. Okay. Certain, there's a difference I mean, there, between people being a, held personally responsible for the mistakes that they make, and then there's people who have devoted their lives because their life is devoid of actual meaning, you know, in their own right. They've devoted themselves 
to being watchdog, to being watcher, and going around and finding even the littlest things, and then exploiting it to a much grander uh, level than it should be. I literally um, just found. It's funny you say watchdog. I just found a Twitter account yesterday called Racist Watchdog. Yeah, see, I mean, and it and it like it just retweets shit and it woofs. <laughs> it just says woof 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 woof, and it's like Candace Owens. But woof, you woof, have like woof, the woof, case woof. of you have the case of that New York Times editor, right? That got caught. Um, New York Times had hired her to be associate editor for I I think the lifestyle their lifestyle page. And it's like someone dug up tweets where she had ref- both, she had used faggot, OT, yeah. and, and the N-word multiple times in tweets. And, and what are you going to do? I mean, well, people, she got fired. Also, yeah, exactly. Like, also, I mean, I, you, let's, let's, uh, a lot of times people get trump, trumped up on bullshit that they should, no pun intended, that, that, that they, sh- they shouldn't be. They should, they're sitting there and they're getting, Totally, totally railroaded over something that was minuscule, and it's getting becomes exploited to a grand state. Then there's people look that it's a damn good thing that we went back into yes. their tweets and we realized like, oh my god, that person should not be teaching college age kids a big, because they fucking yes, blame the Jews for all the bad in the world. Or but listen, it's just like everything else. There's a difference between Weinstein and and there's levels to this. There's shit. levels to this shit, and I think. When we start judging everyone on the same level as a Harvey Weinstein or a Matt Lauer or some of these other people. And I, what I don't understand is, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Wes Hollywood declared it Stormy Daniels Day. <laughs> they gave her the key. Gave her the key to the city. Yeah. Why? Well, West, why? Because, why? Let me tell you why. Because West much, Ho- this West is the Hollywood, longest 15 seconds. Because West Hollywood was All West time. Hollywood. It wasn't yeah. Long Beach. West Hollywood has Long Beach a, has a big gay community a, though. No, 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 no. I didn't mean it has nothing to do with West Hollywood being a gay haven. No. I'm saying West Hollywood West Hollywood because West Hollywood has a tremendous legacy of being fucking kooky, of being funny. They put giant rainbows on the side of their uh, oh, the their police, police cars. Yeah. That's, and they that's have they have awesome, they have zany parades outside of the of the pride. West Hollywood is has already established itself as like the kooky place. It's like Venice, you know? I mean I'm okay with that, but I'm just like, how much longer, like the Stormy Daniels, how much longer? I blame dragons? Mike. I blame Mike because he, he co-signed the, that he'd take Stormy Daniels down last episode. Oh, it's his fault? Yeah. I didn't say I'd take her down. I said I'd fuck her. Yeah, take, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't mean like no. tackle her. Oh. No, no. He, he, remember, if, <laughs> let's let's be clear here, Shane. Yeah, as long as it's within he, within he, 10 miles of wherever he's no, at, no, no. Yes. at a certain, time, at a certain time of day. He might take her down one story in the hotel, but… I guess not, like I guess not, like not drive. Like you're, I'm being you're totally right. Booty calling Mike is is like is like catching an Uber where the 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 prices change depending on the time of day. Yep. And the, <laughs> yep. Saturday night two X. No. There's Saturday night at 10 p.m. chicks, and then there's like Wednesday at 2 p.m. You know, or I I want to go back down this road, but I'm not. But no, by the way, I thought of another celebrity girl that I. Totally, I was like, eh. enlighten us, enlighten us. They, they, like she, she goes, she, she was thirsty. She too. was so thirsty. She was like walking through the desert for like Moses. That and you were the oasis, and I was the drinking water. And I was like, nah, I'm just not. Who? Brandy Glanville. Yeah, I, I could see though you that that's a little rough. That's a little messy. Super nice in that's person, and per- I actually like her. That's a difference. Like, you know who that is? We it's got the, along really well. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. She was uh, Real Housewives married of to Hills. Eddie Cibrian and the. She's a mess. Now, I, okay, I don't want to sound like I'm, like I'm speaking out of turn here or that I'm claiming that a girl's thirsty when she wasn't. To me, look, she gave it's me- It's a euphemism. She gave me her number, unprovoked. I didn't ask for it. She gave it to me, asked for mine, and then texted and called me three or four times. That's, okay, that, am, I, am I crazy to How think How long that, ago? We're talking oh, 2008, okay, so she's, oh, so 2009. She was, last week. She was looking. on. She was still better. Yeah, she, okay. Oh, she was in her prime. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can understand that one. Aubrey O'Day, though, I would have I would have fucking. What's the dude's name we were talking about the other week story. that used to date your wife? Oh, uh, Lennon Donovan. No, Nikki Katz. No. Nikki Katz. Yeah. Okay, remember we were talking about this? Wasn't Lennon Donovan? No, he did too. Well, he was married oh, okay. to my wife. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. So we were talking about Nikki Katz and how he's not working because he's a total alcoholic. I'm watching Dark Knight. Yeah, he's in, he's in that movie yeah. and he's fucking terrible in it. By no, the he's way. a good actor, but he's terrible in that movie. He's Who like overacting. He's the cop in the SWAT thing next to Commissioner Gordon, who's they don't know who he is. Commissioner Gordon, get me out of here! Get me up! Get me up! Like he's just so absolutely obnoxiously annoying. It's like why are you in such a weird small he's probably, role? He's probably 
geeked out of his mind. He's probably coked <laughs> fucking to the rail. He has like it's an like Tony Montana. He has like a act. ninety second moment in the movie, and it's like, why are you in such a he's weird a, role? He's a super talented guy. He is, but it was weird. It was. What else was terrible. I watching that he was in? The I think he's a great movie. actor. I really do. What's I enjoy. I enjoy him in everything he's in. What's a Christopher Nolan? You did movie? not like him in that one. I don't remember him in Dark Knight as much. I, like I vaguely remember his Go face. Go back and watch it. It's awful. But he doesn't have a big role in that movie. That's what I'm saying. He's in it for 90 seconds. Yeah, but he, has a, he doesn't have a big role in Days and Confused and he murders. He's great in Days and Confused. He fucking murders. Great in Days and Confused. Oh, yeah. What are you, Isaac fucking Newton? <laughs> He's great in Punch Days and Confused. He's great in Way of the Gun. He's great in… Um, Boiler Room. He's great in Great in Boiler Room. Like, he's had some… You, I mean, he definitely had his decade. I, yeah. I watch that… I've seen Days and Confused 5,000 times. I still laugh when I see that scene. I was, I was just making an observation. Oh, observation, huh? What are you, fucking Isaac fucking Newton? <laughs> <laughs> it's an overrated movie, though, slightly. Stop it. It's a lot of… It's a it's lot a, of… It's, it's easy a, to it's watch, like but American it's overrated. History X. It's like American History X. It's a lot of really good performances pieced yes. together, but it's not a good film. American History X is not a good film. But when it's you, a lot of good performances. Yes, you're uh, it's like, right. it's like a It's like a, a mosaic of really good acting, but it's not a good film. It trips me out. Rewatching American History X because that movie was like groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. And Edward Norton's fucking mental. He's so, so good. good and in so the is the mom. Uh, and Stacey to- Keach is great in it. Stacey uh, Keach is the shit in it. And, and I mean, it's, it's and the fat remember, guy that's skinny now. And that was kind of the, the, the use Suppley. of yeah, Ethan Suppley, The yeah. use of going from black and white when they went back in time into color. Oh, the curbing was, scene was like so, that was that crazy. Was jarring. But I yeah. still, I don't. You know, fuck Christian Bale getting skinny. Uh, that, I don't think that there's ever been a body transformation like Norton. Because there was something jacked. even in his face. You're that fucking high. Different. His face You're even fucking high. Different. I'll tell you one right now. Who? Uh, Nicholas Cage in the movie where he's the asthmatic mafia dealer. That's a terrible movie. Fine. He's the most. He's wearing. Fuck, he's he looks so. Like, he gained he, fucking seventy pounds like, of muscle. He looks like Tony Clifton in that movie, dude. Say, I didn't he's wearing say, like a fake nose. You at a fake? <laughs> suck my balls. I'm I didn't about, say a goddamn like, word about transformation. You about a movie. I'm not, you said greatest body I transformation. Mean, I said not even close. Nicholas Cage in that movie, Angel Heart, Angel no, of Death, no, Angel. It's not Angel Heart. That's a great death movie. Death of a salesman. What the fuck's the name of that movie? The one that just. It's not. It's like a fairly recent movie. No, right? it's from like 1998. Oh, I don't it's know. It's with what you're David Caruso. About David Caruso. Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. He's buffing that Nick movie. Nick Cage. He's yoked. Is in it. huge. Huge. I think Edward Norton's nah. gnarlier only because Edward Norton. Uh, that's a good one. Edward Norton. It's a good one. Edward Norton isn't. Primal Fear. Watch just Primal worked, Fear. He, he worked out. Watch Primal Fear but and Edward, then watch listen, that. Super skinny guys, naturally skinny guys, can get buff. Yes. Can get like but there's a, something a, in the his appearance face, of buff gets very. Uh, they can make a dramatic change very quickly. Like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, if he works out really hard for three months, yeah, he looks he like stays, a bodybuilder. He stays lean, lean, ripped. Uh, I mean, he's just an example. I mean, if you take if you take Van Wilder, Ryan Reynolds, and you put him on a program for three months, he will look like a, a pro bodybuilder. Yeah. It takes Tom Hardy a long time to, to get, get lean because yeah. he's Tom, like Tom a Hardy. Your guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, it's that's also a good point. American History X. Is worst basketball scene ever filmed? Yeah. By the way, most unbelievable. Like, not there's nothing believable about that basketball. It's like, man, did you did you maybe just get somebody that had played basketball before to <laughs> to, to like? He, to, there's no way. No, uh, you know what movie I was watching the other day? I he go dunks. Why on like, earth? Why on earth would they even slow. hire someone who clearly? What was it? Okay, that's a, that's another good question. What's the best? What's the most believable athletic performances by actors? Kevin Costner. In any of his Charlie baseball Sheen. movies, Charlie Sheen in Major League. Charlie Sheen in Major League. No, Kevin Costner looked like better. he was dealing. Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner in Bull Durham. In any of the, in any of his baseball movies, the guy was a fucking college baseball player. He's good, but uh, I also think Jamie Foxx in any given Jamie Foxx in any given he Sunday looks is good. like a football yeah. player. Everybody in that movie looks like they belong. Like LT, he looks even like LT. He knew how to play <laughs> but no, no, <laughs> but LT, football, LT was like fifty playing a pro, like a thirty-five-year-old pro football player. LT didn't just. Play football. He, he was, was like the greatest, greatest linebacker ever. Considered one of the greatest <laughs> linebackers of all time. He was like LT was good the, in that. The only flaw with with any given Sunday is they look like they skimmed a little bit on their art budget when they when they created the fucking uniforms for the yeah, team. Was hey, like Shane, shit. was Michael Jordan it like good XF, at basketball? Looked like XFL. Space Jam. Looked like XFL. Yeah, you know? or Arena League or some weird yeah. shit. Like Did Michael Jordan. The team they play at the end the with like the fucking the they're supposed to be the Knights or something. Is like just ridiculous. Let's go. I think they were the Golden Knights, and that's also a hockey team now. Yeah, the greatest expansion true. team ever. Greatest yeah. expansion team ever. If you would have put down ten bucks, you could win ten grand. Oh on the, if they win the World Cup, uh, the Stanley Cup. Okay. Uh-oh. I feel like I, 
Jesus. No, Good start. I, I really want to answer this question, but that's not how this works. Uh, <laughs> we'll give it to Mike. With You get to with, rebuttal. Yeah. I, I have a connection to this question. Um, let's talk about reboots in its entirety, but world shows really that much better? Or are we just being... Or do we, these, you know, you have like, um, they're, they're bringing back Magnum PI, obviously, which is... Oh, reboots. So you yes. Said. One of the, my favorite TV shows of all time. I, it holds up. Tom Selleck is a god in those shows. Is that why you came in here dressed like a, like an overweight Tom Selleck today? Wow. <laughs> I, I'm like an overweight everything at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> he knows I love him. Um, are these, were these shows really good? No. Or like Hawaii Five-0 or what? Or you no, Hawaii Five-0 like, sucks dick. That sucks dick. Yeah. But like what was a good one that they brought back and that you're just like, I guess it more applies to movies, right? Because I think movies, the Miami Vice movie was really good and underrated. Very good. But even Miami Vice, like Michael Miami, Mann film, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Miami Vice, if you watch Miami Vice, like it really only has like one good season. Like the first season is really good and holds up and then it just gets kind of… Well, like, it, the, it almost like it almost got, got kind of too cookie. mainstream. Yeah. Like, Aren't the ratings on the, the Fuller House or whatever crazy? Is on it, the what? The, the Full House reboot? Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but the original The, the sucked, greatest so. example of bringing back something Roseanne, that was good is Roseanne. Roseanne was always good. Yeah, but you know the, the ratings fell off the fucking wagon. Fine, but Roseanne, the original, was… It was, was not good. Deservedly groundbreaking. No, man. It's terrible. It was terrible. You're high. That show is funny as fuck. No, it's… When, when did you try to rewatch it? When have you tried to rewatch it? I old, haven't. Can Roseanne you laugh at awful, it? dude. Come on. Roseanne, really? You liked it? I loved it. Growing up, I loved it. Now I'm starting to think you're alt-right, not libertarian. Because we were talking about this in the movies off… off Mike but that's day. shitty that you just because that <laughs> it, like it's middle America that you're automatically no she's right a if you fucking like I love, insanely I love deep with Trump children. supporter and yeah but look at Vincent Gallo's crazy politically I think he's fucking crazy I still watch Buffalo sixty six on loop I love Buffalo sixty six my point being the is like just because though, I think Roseanne might be a little off a rocker doesn't mean that the quality of yeah but Roseanne the brings her she Roseanne brings, brings her lifestyle, lifestyle into the writing of the show dude she's bringing yeah, the politics so every, straight into so it so does goddamn every other network show with liberal shit why is it any different you know what I'm saying like true sure but I don't have to watch you don't have to watch those I'm just saying I don't think it's good I don't want to hear about uh, it's not funny no no no, no it's, it's fine not it's fine that you don't think it's good I th- I'm saying it's terrible to think it's not good simply because it might have conservative views in it that's not a that's a, to me no, not a I, valid. I think it's not funny period yeah. like it doesn't matter I just All don't right. think I honestly I haven't watched Roseanne since 1991 so should go back and try it it's terrible it's bad if they're on Netflix I think I'll tell you one show that, Don't do uh, it, that without question holds up is Cheers. Cheers, Cheers is fucking up. still funny. I still Seinfeld laugh. Seinfeld is still funny. I still consistently yeah. laugh when I watch Seinfeld, Seinfeld is, is still funny. funny. Seinfeld is very, very funny. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I was never Seinfeld never clicked with me. Really? I, I don't know. Curb did sometimes. Dawson's Cur- Creek, you like that one? Curb, Curb, <laughs> Curb is Curb. consistently laugh out loud. Like, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Super Dave is laugh out He's loud. He's the best. He's yeah. the best. Super Dave steals uh, JB the show. JB Smoove is always. JB Smoove's good too. But Super Dave is ridiculous. Like you Super don't Dave's even, the roommate, right? No, that's Super Dave's the, the his. What's JB his name Smoove in the show? Is what, the roommate. What's his name in the show? He's the best. I forgot. Uh, it, it's my nephew. It's the his guy with nephew. the weird. The guy with the Funkhauser. Funkhauser. Yeah. Yeah. Funkhauser. It's, yeah. it's Funkhauser's nephew that my that Dave <laughs> played the played the hooker, right? And <laughs> my wife gets bought for because <laughs> he breaks his arm and he can't beat off. So, so I gotta go back and watch that episode. Would she steal? The, Can we please get Bianca on here? I want to. Sure. Would we? Would they steal the roses? Saying, would sure. he takes the roses? Sure means Fuck no. Houses. <laughs> that's the best. I'm that's starting to. Le- I'm starting to learn Micahisms. When he says sure, it means yeah. yeah. It means no. I'm not, <laughs> no. Sure. I'm no, not gonna I, lift a finger. Have you ever had your so. wife on any of your? On any oh, yeah, of your? Yeah. I met my wife on Loveline. No, but after you guys were married. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you can keep it together? Un- for undateable. Wait, you did? You met her on? For undateable and stuff. Like she would always come on Love Line. And then uh, I went on her. She had a podcast about being a mom for a long time. And I, I went on that a bunch. But uh, we were on Jason, on Ellis together a couple times. You know, just her and I together. And then she went on Ellis once without me. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd that go? Fine. <laughs> this, sure. It was sure. Just, fine. It's fine. It's sure. like. I'll get Dr. It's, Drew. It's, it's, Hot takes today. <laughs> Hot. Take. I mean, it was, you know, I don't know. It, it's weird because, like, it wasn't, it's uncomfortable oftentimes for me to listen to it because. You I'll know f- too much? <laughs> no, because I'll feel like. That's what I mean. I, I, I think that it would be uncomfortable. A lot of times I become the topic of conversation. 
Mm. So I go, oh, this is. So she just never heard neon black. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, neither have I. He's <laughs> like, I don't even know how to post the fucking teasers. I subscribe to it. I don't listen. I mean, I'm not going li- to. I was here. What do I need to listen for? I was there. Sure and people always say that, like, didn't you, didn't you watch? Did it? I go, no. Oh, I've never. Man. I don't know if I've ever watched something I've been on on TV. Really? Like sat down and watched it? I don't, no. Haven't you? Have you been in any movies? That's a good question. You had to have been in a movie or two. Backdoor no. Sluts Nine wasn't that you? No, I was not in any movies. I, I'm in a porn. You are not, in a porn. Not acting as not performing. Z- I think Z- we talked Zane about Zane Sex Club Part Three. I was a uh, no. I don't. You know what? It's hard to tell because they shoot. Aren't, is this they'll a, put one scene in. Four different films. You know, oh, is that they, what they do? this is back in this is early two thousands. So I think you pretty, told me this. Were you like doing laundry or something? I was a bartender. Uh, was it for like an HBO one or a real porn? No, 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 like a real adult. It was vivid. Film. Oh, vivid. Wicked, nice. wicked, wicked. Sorry, nice. wicked film. Were you wiping it down? Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels was in it. Yeah. Oh wow, there you go. Wow. Maybe so Mike you, does so have you a did story. have a chance. Yeah. Maybe Mike so does have a story. Saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right, let's talk about stuff a little bit more serious. NFL today or yesterday. It came out that they're they're essentially what they're going to force the players, depending on the home stadium. No, I'll force t- the players. No, you, I'll tell you the rules. If you come out, you have to stand, but you have the option to stay, stay in the, in the locker, locker room. room. Yes, but if you come out, you have to stand. And then if you kneel on the field, you get a fifteen yard penalty, right? No, they that was a that was a proposal on the table, I believe, that they would do a fifteen yard penalty, but it is just a fine, I believe. There's no penalty. It's they're a fine. Just, they're getting the player, the team gets fined, I think, right? Not the player. Is this the most PJ over here? Is, give me the head nod. Yes, producer Jesse. Um, is it? It feels without like, and I, and I don't know, but it does feel like there's like this shouldn't be legal on some levels. I'm I'm with you. It doesn't feel like you shouldn't. But it just seems un-American. It's, yes, it's very seems un-American. really dangerous here, to me. Here's the thing. It it is un-American, but at the end of the day, these are private businesses. So technically, they're not breaking the laws by forcing their employees to do something. Uh, well, from no, a no. moral and American standpoint, it's fucking terrible. You can't force your employees. But to I, do I also think of- that it's not really because we're not talking about per, it's teams, individual teams doing it. If that was the case, then I'd say, well, that's their yeah. They this is do the NFL. They, it, it's, it's the NFL as a as a as a corporation, and. I think it's strange for them to do that for all of their. Do you think it's strange because I think teams. the NFL is the new evil empire? I think everything like their football is going to be smoke well, for our kids. What smoking is for us is going to be football for our kids. I agree. I think I think you're seeing younger generations already getting into soccer and basketball. I mean, basketball. Look at the NBA. The NBA is empowering its players. They had a really big opportunity here and they fucked it up. It's NFL not a did. players' league. No, never has been. It's a it's a fans' league. Never has been. And and they. I mean, look at it. right now. I was getting frustrated yesterday. Eric Reed from the Niners, who was kneeling with Kaepernick the every single time on the field, is 26. He's a safety. He's been an All Pro, I believe, a couple of years. He's insane, and he's still not on a team. Yeah, and that, you were starting to see people come out and kind of say it's pretty fucking tragically colluded that this guy still doesn't have a job. Well, as far it's not. It's not. It's not about collusion. I mean, I do find it tragic in many ways, but it's not collusion as much as it is just bad business. No, it's collusion when all the owners get together and say we're not signing Kaepernick. But I, I don't. Are do you think they all get together, or do you think they all collectively agree that it's bad business? There's a difference. I don't think that anyone. I don't think they all got together and said, "Hey, we can't put this guy on a team because uh, we got to teach him a lesson." I think they all thought to themselves, "Like, yeah, I'd like to hire the guy, but it's not worth the juice. Isn't worth the squeeze." But here's the here's the here's the opposite argument of it. I believe, I don't know if it still is, but the height of all this. Kaepernick had the number one selling jersey in the NFL. Oh, the public has spoken. But the, again, that the public the, has the people who are going to go buy a Kaepernick jersey aren't representative of the people that are going to day in and day out buy tickets. And, and from what I understand, a big part of this decision coming down is what what leaked, I think, yesterday was that the owners are terrified of Trump and what he said and what he would say. I during, buy that. I that, buy that completely. Yes, dude. You're giving me the face right now, but that was a huge Explain. thing. Explain. Explain. Uh, because Trump came out when all this was happening and said, this is this is terrible that these- Yeah, Mike Pence left. That they're disrespecting. That game, yeah. Yes, they're disrespecting it. And, you know- Even though players have come out and said, no, this is not our intention. It's not We're about not, disrespecting. It's not about disrespect. 
Uh, I fully agree. I'm saying the the owners are worried that Trump is going to go tell his fucking base, which all watch football, that you don't. Uh, this is bullshit. What they're doing and create more distractions. Listen, I buy that. Completely. I am not defending the. I'm not defending they have the much NFL. bigger problems. I think I can tell you. Last year, all this stuff, actually, the way the NFL approached it, it was the least amount of football I've watched. Uh, well, ever. I also think well, that the NFL your team is garbage. The NFL, <laughs> let's, let's call this space. The NFL space. has we're a tradition. Eight, dude. We're eight. Team is garbage. The NFL has a tradition of not handling things well. No, absolutely. You know, and they just renewed the guy's contract. It's just all of it's so gross. I mean, the the, the commissioner makes ten, fifteen million dollars more than the highest paid player. Sixty five million a year, or something. Oh my gosh! I think it's forty five million a year. No, that's it's, what it was before, unless it got renewed for more. He's making forty-five million a year. The next highest-paid player is, I think, thirty. Is the newest highest contract, which is well, Matt the NFL Ryan. makes money hand over fist. I mean, they really—they just renewed their Thursday night football deal. They which renewed, is, which that. is trash. Trash. That's fifteen games for like six hundred and fifty million. I yeah. think the NFL is a a cash cow. Um, but it, I, do, I do think you're I, correct. 40, I do forty-nine point five million. That taints the way that they make decisions too, because there's a lot of hey, we can't lose. I think you're right, Mike. I do think that in what your 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 cigarette analogy to football in 20 years, but in 20 years, it's still is probably still going to be the most popular sport. It won't be, and I'll tell you why. Ask me if I'm my, my dad. You was, live in California, man. You don't live in Texas. <laughs> California is the second or third most athletes come from California that yeah. play football. Correct. Yeah, it's got to remember, uh, yeah, you, you're not Texas, not Florida, but it is California. It's right up there. It's those three. We're in Long but Beach where the, the most NFL players came out of a if, high school right down the if street. If you wanted your kid to play ice hockey, you could afford it, is my point. Ice hockey's not that expensive, but yeah. yeah I, it's the most expensive sport to play. Team sport. Team sport, yeah. No, if you wanted to play tennis, you could play me, tennis. Trust me, uh, like, like triathlon or biking, that cycling, that's the most. Yeah. That shit is... Crazy. Ice skating, ice skating. That shit gets so expensive. Golf, but as far as team sports, I do think I think hockey. I wouldn't know, and, and I agree with you. If I if I had a kid as somebody that played football in high school, I wouldn't. And no way I'd let I'll, my kid I'll, play I'll, football. I'll do you one better. Not even me. My, my dad coached football for twenty five years at, uh, at the most prestigious football school in correct. Southern California. In Southern California, sent the most players ever out of any what, high school what, in the nation. Long Beach Poly. Long Beach Poly. They sent I think forty six players to the NFL. Just, just from the football program, not to mention basketball and other stuff. A lot that are currently in there. And I asked him point blank, "Would you? do you think it's something we should let Phoenix, my son, should we put him in football? And my dad point blank looked at me and said, no, I don't think so. With the, with the, so dangerous. Just what's, it's what's not the upside? worth it. What's, what's the upside? Yeah. I, I get like, I'll let him play flag and touch football when he's younger, but I don't think putting him – and helmets and a shoulder plaid is this, there's so many other options. I don't think it's a smart play. Yeah. Both my brothers play. Both of my brothers, my dad's knees are fucked. He played for UCLA. My dad, like his knees are still, he had like four knee surgeries. My brothers had two shoulder surgeries and my other brothers had two knee surgeries. I just think NFL's a, at this point, it's like Levi's or it's like Nike. It's a brand and it's indented into well, this culture. And, and, and even if it's, if there's a downtrend, right. it's still going to be. But and also, let's not kid ourselves. We're talking all this shit about all the We're still going to watch it. The NFL's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. I have, I just have a problem with the, but with that, what, what you just said is so on the nose, right? They had an opportunity here to make the right decision right and they fucked it up and they continue to fuck it up two games for Ray Rice for we had to see him punch his wife in the face for him to get more drilled her ass knocked her out cold and it was like before that it's like oh well let's see the tape oh shit maybe we shouldn't have this guy play football ever again I just think it's you're gonna get it's gonna get to a place where it's gonna get um, I just think our it's not gonna go away but I do think the best athletes I don't see them playing football. No. Well, only, but I'll say this. So, so say you're, um, let's say you're Jimmy Graham, right? And you, you play four years of basketball. You grew up playing basketball. You play four years of basketball at the University of Miami. You don't get drafted. You're 6'6", six, six, really athletic, but there's, you know, a dime a dozen in the yep. NBA. You literally have the opportunity, but hey, you can come make $10 million right now as a tight end without even having to think point blank, point, point blank. That's that's gonna happen still. If you have that opportunity, sure. now maybe I think you have you have interesting precedents set with guys like Calvin Johnson, right? Who 
is retired one of the greatest one of the greatest 31. wide receivers of all times and retired in his prime just because it, I'm I'm good. I don't need to get hit anymore. I mean, look at uh, what was his name? Chris Borland, the the linebacker retired Guitar player for Limp Bizkit. Yeah, <laughs> I think West, that's West, West Borland. Borland. Oh, okay. <laughs> Another West. That's a good pull though. Another West. West Borland. I forgot Thank about West Borland. <laughs> I think his name <laughs> was great pull because he was he used to wear the contacts, right? Yeah, and all the crazy outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a very, very cool guy. And he played in a side project called Big Dumb Face, which is really good. I saw them open up for Ween. They're fucking really good. They're, they're out Questionable. There. Questionable. They're out there. <laughs> Questionable. What? No, no, no. Okay. What happened to Zach De La Rocha? Uh, he's a uh, communist. Is he re- he's a straight-up communist. I don't know. What do you mean? What, do you ha- what happened? Well, I don't know. He, he plays bingo on Tuesdays at no, the rec what? room. You, has there ever been— <laughs> I, I like that he doesn't been, answer it like—, like Usually when we ask you these questions, you have some you fucking know weird information. Knows, yeah. Because here's the thing with what's so I think he's a guy, he's not like he doesn't I, I think he's good. He's, like, he's like a Calvin Johnson of music. He's he's good. He is. Yeah. He but doesn't. has there ever been a president like that with with a with a with a group that, that Lou Reed that left that early? Lou Reed. Lou Reed kept doing stuff. You're talking about he, Lou he did, Lee. but he would Lou Reed would go twenty years without making an album and he was he's like, I'm good. He's, You're talking about I'm talking about Rage Against the Machine specifically. Walking out on top? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do they have? Do they have two or three albums? I guess maybe System of a Down. System of, and I like. I'm not necessarily a still, fan. They just got back together, but they they quit after selling. I don't think System of a Down was the, as big at their height as Rage as Rage Against the Machine. I was. think if you compare it to the record sales of the time, I think they were what Toxicity sold. Toxicity probably sold more records than any Rage Against the Machine. Then right Bulls now. on Parade. You think so? Let's check. I mean, it's not like we can't check nowadays. <laughs> Who's got? I just the think Google? it's they're interesting because <laughs> it's obviously the the entire group of you know Tom. What's his name? Tom Morello. Yeah, Tom Morello. Very talented guitarist. He's had, still, he's had he's a still ton of success. He, there's yeah. a difference. Some people, some people were really talented and they got a good gig doing something like Zach De La Rocha. But also, too, Tom Zach- Morello loved Tom Morello play at fucking hotel cafe to twenty people and be. Happy, he's like loving it. This is my new song. He's a sharp dude called, too. You know, it's called Ilyich Lenin was right. <laughs> so they're all commies now. Yeah, this one's <laughs> no. Tom Morello's an uh, open communist. Really, socialism. Now he's yeah. socialism, socialist. He he has, he softened he's up a fan quite a bit. Of, he was on he was on Bill Maher last year. He softened up quite a bit. I'm sure he did. He probably grew up, got a family, and real, yeah. you know. But uh, but well, yeah, I mean, it's like to, to call Tom Morello communist isn't out of. This world. I mean, he's he's shown a great admiration for Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. He was he's wrote he's written lyrics about Leninism and Marxism and stuff like that. So I mean, I just I, but, I don't I don't think calling him a communist is, is a derogatory term but in his eyes. Like we like like we were we were joking about the rap rock era and Rage Against the Machine doesn't even though they are technically rap rock, they're it's different. It's different. They're the only band that was really like that's 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 all you need to know about rage. Art. All you need to know about Rage Against the Machine is that at the very first Lollapalooza, they were playing like they were not a big band, and they'd go get up on play, and pretty much every show, uh, every member of all the other big name bands would stand on the side of this Watch and go, it, yeah. "What what are we watching? Like wow, because it was so we, different. It was so different and so powerful. Yeah, like what are we watching right now? This is and and, and nobody nobody believed until twenty shows in. Uh, you know, on their first tour that they weren't using effects, that they weren't using like keyboards and samples and stuff, that that was really Tom playing the guitar. What's interesting to note about you bringing this up is could there be a better time for them to come back no, with what's going on is, in the political is, atmosphere? It's, it's almost too much though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost too, it's so… It's so teed up because, for them, You know though. why? Because now even the average citizen… I'll I'll throw myself into I, I've never I've always been I think politically interested but I've never been like an actively political person I've never been someone who's um, outwardly uh, tried to express or 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 get anything done to change the government you know I've always been like I said I've always been very interested in politics and I try to keep active and uh, uh, um, aware but now you watch Alex Jones every day but now I think even a guy like me is so staunchly anti-government because of where we've gotten that I don't I almost think rage against the machine is it's it's too much 
But the thing about Rage Against you mean Machine like, is... In what they, regard? Do you mean it's too much the, for them to come because back? Because it was so counterculture when they yeah. came out. They it, came for out. them to be anti-government, to be anti-establishment. To be anti-establishment was something peculiar and different and and almost non-conformist. They were, Nowadays, my dad's non-anti-establishment. Uh, hmm. My dad's a, a war really? veteran. You know I mean? Like no one... I, I, you'd be far-fetched. You really, you have to work very hard to, to find someone who's just, you know, 1984 Reagan era. Like, yeah, good old U.S. Everything's great. U.S. of A. We're just kicking ass and everything's fine. Do you mean your dad's anti-establishment because of this uh, current president in the White yes. House? He was fine with Obama and that. He was. He had. He had tremendous political uh, differences uh, with uh, uh, President Obama, but he was happy with him as a president and happy with the functioning of the government as okay. a whole, you know? I that, that That is a good point because they did, Rage Against Machine came out during the Clinton administration, right. which is largely considered one of the better times for our country. And they were, and they were, and they were liberal people who were anti-Clinton. Yes. They were very anti-Bill Clinton. I didn't think about that. But, but, on the but, same, but, but you got to remember, Bill Clinton did a lot of he did the three strikes three, rule. Three strikes. <laughs> he did a lot of things that people will look at and be so so uh, counterintuitive to a classic liberal. Tom, uh, Bill Clinton, personally responsible. The Clinton administration personally responsible for the dissolving of the welfare mm-hmm. system in this country. I mean, there couldn't be anything more liberal than the idea of social services, mm-hmm. and he decimated them. You know and. And Three strikes let's law not even talk about really killed the like, Balkans well, and Kosovo and the massive amount of bombings. Oh, you know? Kosovo, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I mean the Three Strikes one's kind of low hanging fruit because he's even he's, he's that, come out that and said was, that was, was probably a bad not a good decision, idea, which yeah. is crazy that that hasn't been reversed. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, that that is an interesting train of thought, Mike, about it just almost being too on the nose with with them coming back now. But it, um, I don't know. It was, like, such it was a, like in, in, the, in the height of an, the anti-Bush sentiment. They're just such interesting. There was time. Act. There was a point where, uh, when it first, when it, when the first invasion or the invasion of Iraq first came around, when all of us had, I certainly I swallowed the grape, the the Kool Aid. I was one who was like, "Fuck it, yeah, maybe there is weapons master." Post nine eleven, yeah, yeah. I I I'll I don't know a lot of Americans that weren't. Um, but there was American Idiot was coming out, and Green Day was looked at as like this groundbreaking force. You you fast forward two or three years and then like the Foo Fighters were making you know political songs and it got to the point where it was like there was just too much it was oversaturation too easy. of the market and, and I, I don't know if you could come back as Rage Against Me unless unless they rage against like uh, anti-privacy and you know I mean there's a lot to rage against outside of just what is low hanging fruit so is your argument kind of that Everyone hates the government right now, so them coming into it would just be kind of piling on to the yeah, fray. Because, okay, it turns into, it's, it turns it's into a white lot, noise. It's after a lot a while. harder to yeah. rage against the machine when everyone rages exactly. against the machine. Well, yeah. it's the problem you're having now. It's it's also like one of the one of the drawbacks you're having now is uh, you know, it's as somebody who who feels that Obama was was the best president of my lifetime so far. Um, you do have this weird kind of leftover. Um, Depends on how you measure it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this kind of like with, with everything that's so obviously happening now, um, this kind of like Obama orphan thing where it just turns into like white noise and it's everybody just has a problem with everything because it's just not, it wasn't like the way it was in 2010 or whatever. Well, how, I mean, that's a good question. How do you measure who is a good or bad president? Because you, you measure it by the economy because that's a great marker. It's um, usually the economy. It's usually the economy and how they handle Then you got to say, well, right? then President, President Trump's doing a goddamn good job. So, But at the same time, do you measure it by... The view, the the view that the administration gives the country. Do you do you measure it by the image presented? Do you measure it by uh, safety uh, in wartime? I think wartime. You know what I'm saying? Like, how it's so there's there's a million. It's, it's it's hard if you're gonna put if you're gonna put simple imaging and PR at the forefront, then it's hard to beat President Obama. Honestly, out of any out of any president ever, well, that's what he it's was hard good at. to beat what he represented as a human being and they're subsequently represented as a leader of a country. I was watching a documentary, God damn it, I wish I could remember what it was called. It was on Showtime about the foreign the foreign policy makers of the Obama administration in their last year of being in office. And the circus, was that one? No, no, it wasn't. But the circus is great too. That's a great one. And they would, they would, show these clips of President Obama in Laos, in Egypt, in in 
Great Britain, even, you know, in places you didn't have to go to these exotic, you know, in Great Britain and, and in Australia. And you got this sense that, like, I'm so comfortable with this man representing our country. As far as that goes, he is as good as any president ever, certainly in my lifetime. Um, but then if you're going to measure it on personal safety of the country, I, the guy the guy amassed more drone strikes than you could even count on. It was incalculable the amount of people yeah. that he was killing with robots that didn't create for a lot of great uh, foreign policy in the long run. You know, and if you measure it against things like I personally, like as someone who's, you know, if you can call me a member of the media or a journalist, I, I understand it's a loose, loose <laughs> use of the word. Fake but, news. <laughs> but as someone who's in the media, as someone who tries to uh, report things to people, um, you know, he used government forces against journalists. That's insane. Oh, I mean, way that's he treated, fucking insane. Like the way he treated like like a Snowden, for example, right. the way he prosecuted on um, what he considered, and he used government clandestine services and yeah, government stuff, government agencies to investigate and bully journalists. That's that's fucking insane. It is. There's. A, well, I think it's impossible to, to completely. You, you can you can judge a president in the present, and then you need separation, right? Well, because also, you can look back on people like FDR, and it's like he's largely considered our greatest president. Yeah. Because you can look back on it and be like, well. He did this for the economy, brought us out of the Great Depression, and oh yeah, we beat the Germans. we walked out of World War II as a superpower, right? You know, so right. it's like Absolutely. that's easy to say. Um, but and again, when you're talking about one single person doing one person uh, a, a job that I don't think one person should do, do you measure it as am I ranking this president as a human being, or am I ranking it as what he did in office? I think you it needs know, to be you can't a, rank him as a human being. You don't know what it, you, don't, you have no idea what Obama is saying behind the scenes. He it's obviously not, came off like a no, like but a great you dude, would, but. I would I would assume that after eight years of being in office with zero personal scandal, there were many political scandals. There was None. there was absolutely zero things you can. Now, I don't care if you're Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh. There's zero you can say about him as a human being in eight years of being in office under tremendous scrutiny. That leads me to believe that the man is probably pretty squared away as when it comes remember, to being a dad and just a dude. Do you remember the argument that Fox was trying to perpetuate was that he was way too serious? He well, could never be and he probably was. And and I do. This is this is that was, kind of a weird was, thing to say. I do think though. I do. I do think though. There's 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 a lot of and this has it's neither here nor there. But I do think that there's there's some weight to the the. He probably was a closet Muslim. He probably was, and it's not it's not that big of a deal. But it's not a. It's not. Why is that? It's like it's it's like Kennedy being a, a Catholic. It's just really not that big of a deal. It's not well, a, but, but but wasn't he even before he was even president? I it mean, was before he was president. Yeah. No, no, but when, before he was even president, though, he was going to that. Like Episcopal Church in Chicago. That came out, yeah, where all the the biggest church in Chicago, the Super Church, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I, it, uh, but that, that was that was after well, he not, was already. That's not into politics. Substantiate rumors here, saying. Like, but the, my point on. is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Really, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But let's not say he's probably a Muslim. There's no actual evidence of that besides fucking Sean Hannity. There is. Tucker There's Carlson. actually is a lot of evidence of it, but it's not that. Once again, well, it's not if, that big of a deal. If, Again, I don't think anybody the long, wants in the their, long run. What it doesn't matter. Doesn't I agree with you. Yeah. It's 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 irrelevant if he is or if he isn't. But let's not. I really wish I rumors. understood more about Islam. What don't you understand about it? Not any really anything. I know like you pray to Muhammad. I know you face Mecca. I mean, I I know nothing. But really, I know very little. And that's when I when something's de demonized so greatly. Um. At times, even by myself, you know, I, I, I'll, I hate talking about it, but I, I look, I was on a plane maybe two years ago and dudes come in in full Muslim garb. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, those, know, those aren't the dudes that are going to have the, that are going to take absolutely. over the plane. The guys, the guys that are going to take over the plane are dressed like you <laughs> They look like Americans. Yeah, they're wearing yeah. fucking Supreme. Yeah, but listen. but uh, the, the problem is, <laughs> terrorist and surprise. but the, I think we'd all be lying if we, if we did, if we weren't open about the fact that, to a certain extent, Islam is demonized in this country, yeah, hundred percent. And I and I and I just wish that out of all the religions, I can assume most. I can assume. I'm not saying I'm I'm uh, you know Stephen Hawking. I'm not saying that I'm even 
at the top of the heap when it comes to being um, well-informed. But I would assume that I'm pretty much, that I'm much more well-informed than the lion's share of Americans. Correct. And for me to say, I just don't know enough for me to feel comfortable demonizing something. Like, I don't well, know enough about well, it's it. The only, the, the, the uh, it's the only established relig- uh, religion that's demonized. Well, let's, yeah. let's yeah, be real. Not counting, like, you know, if you're going to count Mormonism and stuff like that, obviously most of the United but he, States. But Mormonism, it, it's, we lo- a lot of people look at it as kooky, and it is. I mean, a lot of what Mormons do The only difference between Mormonism and, and most cults that spring up and that get caught and stopped is because Mormonism just happened to, to come. They, they got they got here early. Here's the thing about they got ahead of the here's the thing about Mormons. ahead of the call. Here's the thing about Mormons. They run a whole fucking state. It's kooky, and they run a state. But anybody ever meet Mormons that you were, you were like, oh, that's that guy's a dick. They're the nicest. But They're that almost always gentle, nice human. No, it does though. I mean, really, if you. If you say like an entire group of people, you, they, they, you, it speaks very well of them that they're almost all incredibly cordial and I think, kind people. I think the word you're looking for here is disarming. Yeah, they're disarming. They're always they're always very friendly. I guys. do think, but it, they're not. But they're not inclusive. It rubs but you the wrong way, though. It rubs yeah. you the wrong way that they fund because even the Catholic Church won't fund no like anti-gay marriage stuff. Whereas the Mormon Church will will fund. Yeah, they funded uh, the Prop Eight. Yeah, that was and, a big reason that even that, the Catholic Church won't do that shit. You know, that's that's well, the hard. Catholic Church has changed a lot, and they've they've said to. Did you hear the Pope said there's no hell? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Really? The, the fucking Pope said. You sure, that. that wasn't on the HBO show. Look, I, listen, I I don't. I'm not a guy who watches. Whoa, Alex Jones type stuff. <laughs> you are Alex Jones. So did someone no. mention my name. He did not say this. What happened? Um, Wait, no. The Catholic Church is saying that he didn't say it, but I saw that he said it. He quoted. He's quoted as saying it. The Vatican has denied that Pope Francis told a well-known Italian journalist that there is no hell. The quote came in an article in Italy's La Repubblica Daily, but the Vatican said no quotations in the article and should be considered as a faithful transcription of the Pope's words. See, so. Yeah. It's, <laughs> what did he say? I'm saying that he might have been context. I'm saying it. he said it and the Vatican's like, you can't say that. We are a master change. We will read that. Have you ever been to Vatican City? Absolutely. It's many times. It's it's, it's fucking awesome. It's ridiculous. It's fucking awesome. It's scary almost how gnarly it is. Do you think the the Pope was like when he was talking to journalists? Do you think he was going, there is hell. There is hell. (laughs) Winking and shit. (laughs) Just going like this. (laughs) Speaking of disarming personalities, your boy Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And we always knew this, though. That shit came out with a car accident like six years, seven years ago yeah, where he was weird, dating his granddaughter. Weird stuff with his granddaughter, yeah. Like, we always well, knew this. Okay, this is what I said earlier today. I was on, we were talking about it on Access. I said, I always knew Morgan Freeman was in this sport, but I didn't know he played for this team. I always knew he was kind of in this world. I just didn't know that he played in that city. You know, like... Eight different girls. Now, 16 16, now. 16, 16 okay. And- so it's, it's changed since fucking 10 o'clock this yeah, morning. Wow. Um, here's the deal. His comment about it wasn't a denial. What was his comment? He just said, I would never yeah. willingly offend a young lady. And I Which apologize is like, to It's just like saying, like, sorry, you got offended. But I believe him. <laughs> I do think that he, I, I think that both can be true. I think that he did all so these So you're going to put him in the Matt Lauer category? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Because none of these women are saying uh, that he— I would say that as a as almost a, a defense in this— Well, he didn't this, fuck any of these chicks. Yeah, but this is almost—God, uh, dude. I, I, I don't know how to answer—never mind. I'm not going to—it's so fucking creepy, the shit that he said to the pregnant he lady. He told one girl, you're ripe. You're ripe. That's, and I that wish I was there nasty. when you got pregnant. That is— Nasty. A six-month-old or six. She was six months pregnant. She's a CNN reporter. She's the one that broke the story. And allegedly, it's so nasty. Allegedly, he's when he was making a movie. Alan Arkin had to step in and tell him to stop. He kept lifting. He kept trying to look under some girl's dress, lifting yeah. her skirt. Arkin's like, a shit. Arkin's dope. But that's not like this. Does a lot. If there's if there's an actor that's really gonna have a fucking problem now getting work, it's this guy because of the way that he's viewed. Yeah. His his audience, so to speak. This is. Hey. Listen, here's the deal. And I, ho- and I hope it fucks there with the legacy. There is a real problem with famous men from the, a different generation. Yeah. Yes. And I think that, I think that to a much lesser extent, I, no, actually, even to probably a similar extent, it's just I want to say that because one guy's a dick and one guy's looked at as being a nice guy. I think he's very similar to a Bill O'Reilly. I honestly think Bill O'Reilly didn't think what he was doing was all that bad. He just came up in an era 
where you patted your secretary no, on the ass. No, no, no. no. I, I disagree. I think the guy this was, is, the guy was this, fucking his step granddaughter. That's like this the is, creepiest shit I've yeah, ever maybe heard. Maybe he's off. This, this, he's is, little, this is what it is. This whole thing is that time, especially he's been five decades now in the film industry, right? Yeah. So and 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 way famous for like four. Yes. You know? So we're talking about a time when powerful men were not only it was okay and it was not only was it okay for this behavior to happen, but the women that it was happening to were often, if they came forward, they were kicked out. Like you were, you were not allowed. Yeah, you weren't getting that's the, work. That's the narrative here. I mean, that's all. That's been the narrative with this whole Me Too movement, right? That's the reasoning is to break that down. But I just think with him, if you're going to look at him personally, um, and I'm not, I'm not. It, he, th this is going to fuck with. This you. is the this first is one to bum you out. No, no, no. They all bum me out. Well, I mean, besides Weinstein and Lauer. This no, one, like, I don't even this one like really Morgan. I honestly don't even like Morgan Freeman. I got to be honest with you. As I an think, actor. I think, I think Shawshank Redemption is the most overrated movie That's of all time. That's an overrated time. film. It's the most overrated film of all time. What about Seven? Good film. He's great in it, too. Good film. I don't think we should. It's probably inappropriate <laughs> to talk about how Talk about his movies, movies that are good. <laughs> Seven's a good film. That's where we crossed the line. This is our inappropriate meter going off, producer Jesse. <laughs> Wow. All right, let's wrap it up. Alex Jones, hold on. We have so we have a new thing Media Wars. Me, Infowars. Info <laughs> so this is, I we came up with an idea. Yes. And uh, we How you need. Doing, How you doing, Mr. Jones? Well, it's it's always a pleasure to join both of you. I yes. know that you you dress like complete homos, and it's not your fault because I know that your parents are part of the Bilderberg Group, and you've been, uh, you know, you've been embedded inside the Illuminati for more than three decades, and. You're, you're a product, your environment, but uh, don't expect me to spend any time with you outside of this studio because, frankly, I'm scared of you. So I'll go back to my home in Gonzales, Texas, where I've been <laughs> staying for 40 years. We need to take you back to a uh, time uh, here. I'm going to read this card. I don't want to touch it. I know that it's got uh, Illuminati germs on it. Alex Jones coaches girls' soccer team and threatens to withhold orange slices if they lose. Well... Uh, this whole situation is quite farcical because I would never coach soccer because that is a communist game. And uh, it goes back to actually the royal family in 500 BC when they first developed the game. They were played, it was played by vampires, blood sucking vampires. And it doesn't surprise me to find out that Hillary Clinton actually related to that bloodline. That they first played soccer with heads, human heads of Jews. And they would suck the blood out of the neck before they would play to codify the neck wound and to drain it of any type of fluid to turn it into a leather-like substance. Now, over the years, it's progressed. I've heard of stories of just over the border, Aztec warriors playing soccer with, with fetus. <clears throat> now, it shouldn't shock you that I found out that G. Gordon Liddy, along with <laughs> James Carville, have resuscitated this brutal, horrific Aztec tradition at a secret hideaway off the coast of Vancouver. Now, they go up there with a bunch of young boys with lollipops in their assholes. And they trot them around, forcing them to play this game, this horrible satanic game. And if you actually look at a dollar bill, you can see if you look at it through a mirror and a prism, you have to get a, 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 a monopolized crystal from the coast of Fiji, look at a dollar bill through this crystal, and rub paraffin wax on it, and you will see that they are actually, George Washington playing this here game 
It all comes together. Now, they're playing this game off the coast of Vancouver on a secret island. And I don't need to tell you, my faithful listeners, okay, here, right here on InfoWars, I'm going to tell you, none of these boys come back alive. Now, if you want to improve your brain acuity, you buy my omega-3 supplement. Not only will it increase your brain function, but I've been known to have a four-hour erection just from this one single pill. You take one in the morning and then one four hours before bedtime because you don't want to go to sleep with this type of erection, okay? Now, I don't want to wrap up this show, but I'm being told that there are government agents, they are approaching this building here that I'm broadcasting from. They actually have found my secret broadcast point. And there are NSA members rappelling off the ceiling right now, coming about to come through the window with their MP5s, AK-47s, God knows what other type of Soviet rifle they may be using. But they're not going to take me without a fight. Because I'm a believer in the Second Amendment. And I've got my arsenal down here below the studio. I'm going to get my executive producer to come back up here. I've got a 50 cal ready to go. So, like I said, I don't want to wrap things up, but I'm being, you know, my hand is being forced here. (laughs) That's control forever. And believe me, the Illuminati will control your life forever. As will the Zionist pigs behind the scenes. Thank you. God bless you.